Abby. <laughs> Hello, everyone listening. Welcome hey. back to oh my Melanin. We had a small hiatus, like an accidental hiatus. Totally unplanned. Just unplanned. Life, life happened. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it comes at you so fast. It's true. Like, so fast. But yeah. we're back. We're here. We, we have back like we never left, kind of. We left. Um, yeah. It's fine. We're here. You're here. We're glad that you're here. The sun is here. It's just great. It's a party. It's true. It is 86 degrees in New York City. It is amazing. I am currently experiencing Chicago weather, which means it was 77 when I walked into the movie. It was 77 when I left the movie, and it was 50 when I got back to my house. That is so disrespectful. (laughs) I got into my car. It was hot. I got out of my car, and I was cold. What? What the what? (laughs) That's a 30-degree drop. That's so rude. <laughs> that is Chicago all day. That's just, that's all day. Lakefront stuff, it, forever. It's so interesting and awful. Why? I don't know why anybody lives here. A lot of people live there. You're right. Yeah, a lot. A lot. Sure. <laughs> but um, it's been like 86 all day here. That's lovely. And um, I actually think it's going to get a little hotter. See, 86 is too hot for me. This is true. Like, I feel like Mother Nature is overcorrecting because on Monday uh, this week, it was 40, 40 <laughs> degrees and it is now approaching 90. So, like, can you chill? Yeah. Like, Chicago did the typical thing of, like, here's winter yesterday and now here's spring. But also, don't forget winter still exists. Um, it just it just likes that. Yeah. Whereas um, here we ratcheted up. <laughs> to 90 I think we're just gonna stay there for the next few days nice but honestly I'm o- I, I'm okay with it I just it was such a long cold winter it's true I would be okay with warmer weather if I wore shorts and I get I know that's my choice I know it's a choice that I can wear shorts um, but I don't I don't wear shorts you're not a shorts person um, no these legs have not seen the sunlight in quite some time um, I just uh, don't I just don't enjoy wearing shorts. A lot ever, uh, unless I'm at home. I don't wear pants at home. Amen. <laughs> do you wear uh, do you wear skirts or even like long dresses? I wear long dresses, long skirts. Okay, I mean, I feel like a nice, you know, long dress could give you the same breezy effect that shorts could. I don't think so. I mean, like, I like feeling the sun on my skin. I just okay. don't enjoy my legs. <laughs> um, so that's where that's where I'm at. Okay. It's okay. I mean. I think you should just wear the shorts. But I also completely understand that struggle. So Men- Mentally, I want to wear the shorts. But I would get them on, get outside, and lose all nerve. It's happened a couple times. Anyways, uh, sorry to get on that subject. Warm weather, yay! It's so <laughs> warm. Oh, my goodness. I'm wearing shorts. And uh, I actually have this weird, like, rash thing that like Uh-oh. I should be self-conscious about but honestly that's other people's problem like mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not contagious so you're just gonna have to deal with it <laughs> okay if you're not contagious then yeah my whole life is that meme of the girl shouting the beach <laughs> gonna get whatever body I give it yes <laughs> that meme is I love it
I feel like we can cover our entire hiatus, but I'm going to ask what we usually ask and say, what did you make this week slash month slash quarter? <laughs> well, um, I have... I haven't really been like baking much. <gasps> I I rejoined the cult of Whole Thirty. Yes. Um, and did it for a second time and uh, accomplished it. Did it. Um, and in doing it, I realized how trash of a diet it is. <laughs> um, I posted a review on my Instagram, so you can look at it on my highlights page because it'll be there for a while, just to preach the good news to all people that you guys. <laughs> everyone needs to go and watch Abby's. Honestly, you full 30. It's on her Instagram. She, like, saved it so that everyone could view it. It is so... It's just so lovely and well-produced <laughs> and just... It's great. It's on... I feel like... I know they won't, but the whole 30 people need to put it on their website. Yo. <laughs> I mean, okay. So, like, a brief synopsis. If you are trying to figure out why you have migraines all the time or why you have eczema or why you have joint pain and you feel like it might be food related. Um, it's called an elimination, excuse me, an elimination diet um, where you obviously so are cutting dramatic. out a bunch of stuff just to see, okay, Hey, I feel better. And then I'm going to add stuff back in slowly to see how, what, what it was. And it does work for people who are literally have gluten sensitivities or dairy allergies or an aversion to sugar. Like it'll give you migraines. Um, but otherwise, a lot of people do use it to keep their weight down because you're, you're only eating things without that don't have a lot of processed things in them, which is good. That's like a good thing. Um, the bad thing is it makes you terrified to eat like normal, like just like just like eat in general without being like, well, what does this have in this? Does, does this have soy lecithin? Does, am I going to die? And it's like, no, you're not going to die if you eat this pizza, Karen. Like you're going to be OK. But it's just it really does not help your mind uh, heal the relationship with food. It makes it actually way, way, way worse. So it's like I'm going backwards. Um, so do I regret doing the diet? Absolutely. Um, do I regret meal prepping and cooking? No. So, I mean, there was some good, but there was actually more bad mentally than good. But, I mean, proud of you for doing it and sticking for it for all 30 days. Yeah. I mean, for someone who has, like, consistency issues, I... I was proud of myself that I could do this for 30 days, but also I feel a little like lost now. Um, not that I don't know what to eat, but it's just like, I know that if I eat even regularly and healthy, I'll still gain weight because I wasn't eating anything pretty much before. So yeah, I have to like find a new balance. Yeah. You guys, I saw Abby last week and we went to Trader Joe's and I was a total Miss Piggy and bought all types of things, including my new favorite thing in the world, uh, chocolate covered peanut butter filled pretzels. And Ooh. Abby got like mango shavings and like tofu. <laughs> plantain chips. I don't even remember. I, can't even, Abby, I couldn't even have tofu. <laughs> Abby got like a basket of sadness. Uh, That's commitment, y'all. Like I was like, ooh, saltwater taffy, uh, hummus, pita chips. Uh, I got two types of pretzel fill- of peanut butter filled pretzels. Um, I got cookie butter cookies and like Abby was a trooper and was like, yep, here are my plantain chips. So... <sighs> I'm excited you, about like having kombucha again because I like kombucha and it's better for you. Uh, Isn't kombucha pop- just like tea? Just like it's like it's like fermented tea, but so um, can't you have it? but it had sugar in it, so I couldn't have that. Oh. Um, but it doesn't have a lot of sugar, so I, I but I do enjoy it like genuinely. Um, so I'm gonna continue to have that, but I at the same time I don't want 
anything crazy sweet, which is great. Um, I don't want anything super bready because it does make me like feel gross. So that's a good thing, I guess. But I don't know. At the same time, I just feel really skittish about everything. I mean, I feel like um, like the positive there is that like uh, because it's so extreme, you really, I don't know, you really defined or maybe not defined, but you really, you got a much better understanding of your relationship with food. So like when you're like, bread doesn't make me feel great, or like right. sugar's actively trying to kill me. Like, yes, like I'm, I'm glad to know and understand these things, but it's, it feels like I can't even have them in moderation. It feels like I can never have them. And if I have them once, then I'm like, okay, so I'm gonna have this all the time every day for every meal. So that's how my brain is because like you haven't had this and you had it and you're fine and you feel okay so you should have it all the time for every meal i'm like no that's not how this works uh, anyways <laughs> yeah whole 30 is just like it's trash total opposite you There's wait a, you are mother nature giving us 90 degrees when yesterday we were at 40 degrees <laughs> need I you to find your 68 degree medium happy place there you go there's a blogger i follow who's done it seven times and i want to personally message her and be like is there something wrong like you are you are you okay because <laughs> she's like it really helps with weight management and i'm getting pregnant soon and i won't you know eat super healthy then i'm like okay okay <laughs> so I, I won't message her because she's you know everybody has their own battles i just uh, whatever floats your boat for mm-hmm. her i guess mm-hmm. whatever floats your boat so you have been you'd been making lots of uh savory meals savory meals yes mm-hmm. i made obviously the best thing i ever not ever but made on this whole thing was called an egg roll in a bowl which is essentially the content of an egg roll um so it's ground pork shredded cabbage uh rice wine vinegar um chili garlic paste or sauce or whatever um all just together in a pan Um, yeah um and then you put spicy mayo on top like uh i i did mayo valentina and louisiana hot sauce all together and drizzled it on top and it was honestly one of the best things i've ever had like i had some people taste it at work and they're like damn so it's super good that does sound really good oh egg roll in a bowl you Made a s'mores cake for someone undeserving. What? Well, meanwhile, <laughs> while you've been on Whole30, I've been like, I was just writing down all of the things that I've made in the past week, month, year, quarter. Goodness. Uh, I made puff pastry. You made puff pastry? I made puff pastry. Or like a rough puff, because I only turned it. I only turned it. I only turned it 10 times. That's so. what I call my afro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Uh, puff pastry. Not difficult. Uh, just really? Time cons- no, it's just uh, time consuming. It. Yeah, and there's just a lot of. Uh, Refriger- is it like you turn it, refrigerate it, pick it back out, turn it, refrigerate it, take yep, it back out? Yep, that is exactly what it is. Oh, it's like croissanto. It, it is croissanto on steroids, or not even steroids, just like longer, more of it. Mm. Like just you're turning and turning and turning and turning. But it was delicious, and everything I made that week was wrapped in puff pastry. <laughs> It was like chicken and puff pastry, yes. uh, apple pie filling and puff pastry, ham and cheese and puff pastry. Like that sounds ham and cheese and puff pastry is so like good. my favorite thing. So that sounds great. So good, especially if you can get the ham uh, crispy. Mm. 
It was great. Um, what else did I make? I made a tiramisu cake. Uh, because uh, one day, I don't remember, I came home from work, and I was just feeling really, like, not great about myself. I don't remember, like, the context. It's uh, something, something or someone at work must have just, like, pissed me off. Mm. And I just came home, and I was just, like, not feeling, uh, I don't know, just, like, I was not feeling myself. And so I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to sit here and make this cake. Because nothing makes me feel better about myself than after I make a really beautiful cake. Yes. So I made a tiramisu cake, and that was delicious with, um... Layers of chocolate cake that were soaked in coffee syrup and mm. uh, a mascarpone frosting and cocoa powder dusted on the outside. Oh, it was so good. I wish I liked coffee more. <laughs> I'm drinking coffee right now. <laughs> I'm actually not a coffee person. I know. Whatever. Um, I did make a s'mores cake um, for a new friend <laughs> uh, because it was his birthday and... Uh, he, I wanted to make him a cake, and um, I feel like s'mores cake is just like my my go to because it's easy, but it's also impressive. And he really sure. liked it, and that's he all I'm be, gonna say about that. He would be um, a fool not to like it. Um, and that's all I'm going to say before it's just like a yelling fest. No one, no one wants that. Listen. I should not have made the cake because I'm pretty sure he's in love with me now. I'm not responding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I think I think like the most important thing that I made uh, in in since the last time we spoke uh, is actually though uh, a friend who likes to bake. Oh yeah, like a, a baking friend. Um, mm-hmm. who like he like love like he's like every weekend like some like Pinterest concoction is like in the works for him it's actually i find it a bit much but it is nice to have someone to uh to like talk to in the kitchen who can like uh help me also he really likes to do dishes i think that's my favorite thing about him um yeah (laughs) he cleans as he goes (laughs) um but like generally speaking like i don't like help in the kitchen but uh he is like he knows how to help without really getting in the way. And like I said, he does dishes. Um, and it, it is just fun to have someone to, uh, you know, like bounce ideas off of and hang out with in the kitchen. Oh, yeah, it's just, uh, it's nice. That's good. So shout out to Elijah, my Yo. new baking friend. I don't have any baking friends. Well, that's a lie. I'm lying. I do. Um, but anyways, keep going. <laughs> Yay, Elijah. Yeah, Elijah. Sorry. <laughs> that's it. I think that's all of the noteworthy things that I made. Okay. That's fairly noteworthy. Very, very noteworthy. Yeah, it was a, it was a productive uh, end of winter. Winter? Mm-hmm. Whatever. Whatever you want to call these last few dreary months. Springter. Springter. <laughs> Winter's last day. <laughs> Okay, so we have a main ingredient, but before we get to the main ingredient, I want to mm. play a game. <gasps> okay. Because I made a game for us to play. Oh my goodness, I'm nervous. <laughs> no, it's going to be totally fine. So, okay. Um, in preparation for today's episode, I was watching a lot of Barefoot Contessa. <laughs> because 
duh. <laughs> yes. But also, just like, like, I watch a lot of American <laughs> And I was reminded, of course, how wonderful all of her, all of her gay men are. They're just so ridiculous and just so hilarious. <laughs> and they're all great, but they're all also, like, low-key the same. A little. Uh, like, like, very, like, super low-key. It is low-key. But yeah. yeah, there's some underlying currents. <laughs> so I, what I want to do is I want to test your knowledge of Ina Garten's like no. cast of gay characters. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Why would you do that to me? <laughs> oh my god. Okay, no, it's it's totally. It's you're gonna do great. Or you're I only horrible. know I only know two of them. <laughs> I know who they are. I just don't know their names. Okay, here's how it's going to work. I'm going to give you a list of eight names and eight occupations, and you're going to match them up. Oh, no. (laughs) Now, here's the deal. One name and one occupation, totally fake. Oh, okay. Okay. Let's do this. Okay, you ready? Okay, I'm going to give you the names first, okay? Okay, okay. Michael. Frank. T.R. Cody, Jack, Jim, Quentin, and Miguel. Some softballs in there, obviously. Yes. And I'm going to give you the list of occupations. Florist. Photographer. Event planner. Realtor. Actor, photographer, again, architect, and florist, again. I've already, okay. I've already lost. So, <laughs> no. You're, okay, so okay, so let's go in name order th- that I gave you. Okay. Right? Okay, so Michael, what is his occupation? Is he a photographer? No. <laughs> Michael's oh. the florist. No, Miguel is the oh, florist. Wait. I should not tell you the occupations because then wait, I no, I just watched the episode. Michael is the florist. Miguel is the florist. Michael is the florist. Okay. <laughs> Let's keep going. <laughs> Frank. I don't I don't know this person at all. Unless he's the architect. Is that your official guess? Sure. That's correct. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Frank is the architect. Okay. I know you know this one. No, TR. I, no, the I, next I, one. TR. I know who TR is. I can picture TR. He's very lovely. I literally don't know what he does. <gasps> you have, <laughs> come on. He's I'm either, is he, he's either a realtor or a photographer, but I don't, I don't know. Like legit, I, whenever he shows up, like my brain stops listening to whatever he's saying. Because <laughs> he's just so pretty, right? Yeah, so I'm just like, oh, TR's here. Okay. Um, Which is a really important quality to have if you're... An actor? An actor! Very good. <laughs> he's an actor? He's an actor. Legit, I don't pay attention to any of the words that come out of his mouth. Yeah, well, you don't really need to. He was on 30 Rock once. Oh, man. As like a... Super duper, not an extra. I think he had lines, but he was just like a throwaway character. Mm. But he is an actor. Huh. He's the only one of Ina's gays who has their own IMDb page. Bless you, TR. Yes, yes. Okay, Cody. 
Is he real? Cody's not real. Very good. Yay. I was trying to find like the appropriate like <laughs> fake name. I was like, what like wouldn't stick out too much? <laughs> it, okay. There would have to be like a Connor or a Parker. <laughs> oh, Parker. Parker would have been so good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jack. Is Jack the realtor? Jack is the realtor. Okay. See, you're doing so good. I'm doing better than I thought. My my honestly, my memory is just doing this for me. I'm I'm using my mouth to speak, but not nothing I'm doing because is like they're just <laughs> I'm embedded. Not, I'm not helping myself. My brain's like, let me just take over. <laughs> in your brain. Jim. Is Jim a photographer? No, Jim is not a photographer. Oh is he a florist? Yes. So there's this episode where Ina is making dinner for Michael and Jim on 20 years of partnership because Ooh. their florist business, their flor their floral shop. What's mm -hmm. the word I'm looking for? Does she go to his shop sometimes? Yes. I feel like, okay, then yeah. My, again, does. my brain is just a point. <laughs> and they're celebrating 20 years of owning this shop together and literally nothing else. Just owning this shop. Nothing funny. Really? No, clearly they're a couple. <laughs> but, like the show, like doesn't acknowledge it. It's actually. But I love weird. that because you know nothing has to have a gay storyline. You know, like <laughs> it just they're they're living their lives and they also have a flower shop. Cool, let it go. I love. <laughs> it. <laughs> so yeah, Jim is Michael's less seen partner. Okay, but I, I I can picture him in my brain. Yes. Okay, Miguel. Miguel's the event planner. <laughs> Miguel is a, this is kind of a trick question, because he's a florist turned photographer. I told you Miguel was the florist. And but, then he yelled at me for like six years. <laughs> but he's actually, because no, we never see him flora, arranging flowers on the show. He is only there as a photographer. Miguel, the cute one with the accent, right? Yes, because when he shows up, Ina's like, this is Miguel. He used to be a florist, but now he's moving on to photographer. I have literally seen him do floral arrangements on her show. I've seen him <gasps> okay, do it. Okay, no, no, no. <laughs> what he's doing is rearranging flowers for the perfect shot. He's like, Ina loves blue hydrangeas. I'm going to put these on the table. Exactly. Exactly. You know where he got those blue hydrangeas? From Michael and Jim. <laughs> The complicated lives of her, of the men in her life. So are the gays of our lives. <laughs> the gays of Ina's lives. That's what this game is called. <laughs> and the last one is Quentin. Hi, Quentin. Um, he's, he has to be the event planner, because then what he else is? No, he's also a fuck? photographer. The event planner, no one was an event planner. Oh. Except Ina. I guess no, Ina's Cody was a fake event planner. Cody was a fake event planner, yes. So there were so there was See, two florists okay, you, in there. There were two florists and two photographers. So that was Michael and Jim were the florists. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and Quentin and I Miguel love that there's only the like four occupations you can be in the Hamptons. <laughs> yes. I legit tried to find like eight different occupations, but I couldn't do it. And then I was like searching Google for like, are there any other gay men? I was like, do any of them like I was like, who owns the hardware store? I was like, who's the baker? Like, <laughs> I love it. Uh, there's nothing else you can do. Uh. There's one guy who works at the seafood counter, but I couldn't tell if he was gay or not. He seemed kind of butch, so I was like, I'll put him. Oh, what? Yes. If you're a gay man in the Hamptons, you can only be a florist, a photographer, 
an actor or a realtor or an architect yeah yeah and oh my god that's it that's it that's the that is the only and there's two of there's four of the eight <laughs> and one photographer used to be a florist <laughs> i love it they love their flowers in the hamptons they do they Oh, Love I need to visit the there. Hamptons. That might be a really good vacation one day, one year. You and me both. Listen, come to New York. Oh my gosh, then. yeah. So, um, I thought this was the perfect segue into... Our main ingredient this week, which is all about dinner Ooh. parties. Because uh, I love a dinner party. Ina loves a dinner party. Ina and I both love inviting gay men to dinner <laughs> parties. So I just like this fits all of the bills. I don't know anything about dinner parties. I've dreamed of throwing one, okay. but then I get anxiety and thinking that no one will show up. <laughs> um, and so I always, I never do it. I have thrown many dinner parties and I still get that same anxiety. It's okay. Okay. So I've written down five, not rules, reminders. Okay. Yeah. Well, so reminders, helpful hints, mm, things. <laughs> For throwing a dinner party. And I'm going to assume that you've, you at home listening have never thrown a dinner party. I haven't either. So listen, I, I, I've done all the hard work okay. for you. Hey. Number one is you have to have fun and you have to spend time with your guests. Like, Ina says it. I'm saying it. It's just like very, like if you're not spending time with your guests, you're not going to have any fun. So when I first started throwing dinner parties, I was like obsessed with like, everything has to be done by the time everyone gets here. And then if it wasn't, I would like hide in the kitchen until it was done. And then like the party was happening mm-hmm. without me. And then I was like, this actually isn't fun. This is awful and um, stressful. That's because I was like segregating myself. So like, spend time with the people that you've invited into your home. Yes. You invited them. <laughs> Let like... them help you cook. <laughs> exactly. Like, You've invited them, so spend mm-hmm. time with them. Um, like a recurring thing that Ina's always talking about is uh, things that can be made ahead or uh, things that you don't have to watch, things that you can just throw in the oven. And all that is in service of spending more time with your guests. Mm-hmm. Um, or she like talks about entertaining in the kitchen, which like to her is like fun and kitschy, but for like most people, like we only have a kitchen to entertain in. I don't, I don't know. I feel like that would be stressful. Like, oh, cool, you're watching me cook. Like. I'm going to mess this up. I don't know. Maybe I just just have anxiety. It's possible. (laughs) It was very stressful for me at first, but I was just like, whatever. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to cook any differently just because there's, you're here with me. Like, I want to talk to you and I can also stir the sauce. It's okay. So, like, the number one thing that I'm always, like, it has to be fun and I have to be spending time with these people that I've invited into my home. Like, I have to. Otherwise, it's not, it's just not worth it. It's just not. Um, and so to help that, I think the first, or rather, but second thing on my list, but like the first thing to remember in service of having fun and spending time mm-hmm. with your guests is to set a realistic menu. Mm. Yes. So your guests won't have more fun if you made everything from scratch. Which is why Ina's like, motto is like, 
if you don't have this, store-bought is fine. She's not trying to, like, make you feel bad about not making something from scratch. She's legit just being like, go buy it from the store. It's okay. <laughs> she genuinely means, like, if you, like, don't have the time, the energy, the resources, or whatever to make it yourself, go to That's the store. It's okay. For. Right? Um... So like the I think it was the first dinner party I threw in Chicago. I was like I everything this was the same thing. Like I was like everything has to be done before people get here and like everything has to be homemade by me. I made two types of ice cream <laughs> for dessert and I made four types of bread. Was obnoxious. I killed myself for like weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. Not weeks and weeks, but like that's I'm what speechless. it felt like. It was so over the top and like to be sure like everyone had fun, but like no one there could appreciate the effort that it took to make two types of ice cream and four types of bread because like you just this is like not even like something that like it's just like not like no one's gonna appreciate that because like there's and you're not going for like a james beard award like (laughs) exactly like i was not hosting the james beard committee you know what i mean it was just like my friends were there and like there was no reason for me to go insane. that it's legit insane four four wow It was um, pretzel rolls. It was these knockoff Outback Steakhouse brown rolls. Um, like regular Parker House rolls. And then there was something else that I can't remember. It was stupid. See, I spend so much time making that bread and I can't even remember all the types of bread that I made. See, I would just make Parker House rolls and make that Texas Roadhouse honey butter, cinnamon butter, and call it a full oh, day and be fun. Listen, I could have bought store rolls and everyone would have been. The ones from Costco are so good. Anyway, I have put together a menu that I think is like perfect for first time dinner party throwers. Mm -hmm. There it is. I got appetizer, main course, and a dessert. Your appetizer is really easy. It should just be cheese and olives that you buy at the store. Ina does it all the time. She just goes to the store. She gets whatever cheeses she's feeling. She buys the fancy olives. And she puts them on a fancy-ass board. And sometimes she gets these, like, leaves or she hits up Michael, the florist, and she's like, hey, let me. what can I go on my little cheese and olive board? I love board? a good grape on the board and some nuts. Yes. You can do grapes and some nuts. Um, but just, like, a nice, you know, like, uh, assortment of store-bought items is the perfect appetizer. And it's super easy to prepare. And it gives your guests something to nibble on if you still need time to wrap up dinner. If you feel the need to make something for your first course, and I completely relate, Ina has a perfect recipe for cheese straws. Mm -hmm. And they're just, uh, you take puff pastry, which you can make, but you should buy. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) You should buy it. I have made puff pastry. I'm here to tell you that you should buy it. Mm Um, you just you take buff pastry, you roll it till it's a little thin, and then you cut long strips of it, and you uh, you just shred or you just grate cheese on top of it, and then like twist it and put it in the oven, and you twist them into like a fun twisty straw shape, and you pop them in the oven for like twenty minutes, and then you have a fun crunchy cheesy tasty mm. appetizer to go with the olives that you bought yeah. at the store. You can also buy cheese straws; so easy. they are also available. You can. At, at Trader your Joe's. local Mariano's. Ooh, yes. Yes. What you should not do is make tomato and goat cheese tarts on puff pastry. Because they take like 45 minutes and you have to saute a bunch of stuff. And I want you to learn from my mistakes. The main course should be roast chicken. 
because it's mm-hmm. super easy, even if you've never roasted a chicken before. Uh, it's easy to prepare the night before if you need to. You can throw it together like in 20 minutes, the day of. All you need is a couple herbs and a lemon. Truth. Super impressive. Super impressive. Let me tell you that when you put a whole roasted ass chicken on the dinner table, people are impressed. It's true. It's just like it looks good. The skin is all brown and tight. It's so good. On the side of that, you serve some mustard roasted potatoes. Mm -hmm. And all you do is you get some red uh, baby potatoes. Dice them up the night before. Not dice them. Quarter them the night before. Um, And let them marinate in a mixture of Dijon mustard, whole grain mustard, olive oil, and some minced garlic. And chopped onions. Um, You let them marinate for a day. You throw them in the oven at the same time as your chicken. They both come out together. Super tasty. Super easy. And then you get some salad greens. Although we should all be careful of the romaine. Yes. No romaine. Buy something else. Get some mescaline greens. Yes. And then, if you want, there's a great champagne vinaigrette that's super easy to make with a champagne... um, uh, champagne vinegar and some Dijon mustard, lemon juice, and garlic. So you've got, you know what I mean? You've got the same flavors working throughout your meal. Um, but no one is going to be mad at you if you throw down some Hidden Valley. Actually, they'll probably be really cool with that because who doesn't like Hidden Valley? Really and um, I like putting both on my salad. It's fine. Oh, okay. I don't think I would put both. I'm weird. I could be into it. I'm not going to yuck your yum. <laughs> it's good. I like it. <laughs> Never. And then for dessert, listen, you can buy dessert. But it has a great recipe for a lemon pound cake. Mm, it's so easy. I don't think it's a pound cake. I think it's a lemon like loaf okay. cake. So um, I'm going to put a list of all of those recipes and a sample menu on the website. But I have made this before. It's all super easy. It is the perfect menu to make ahead. Throw together the, the the day of, and then spend time with your guests. Everything is delicious. Everything works well together. Everyone will be super impressed. If you want to go like super, I don't know if it's lowbrow, but like easy. I feel like brownies are always welcome um, as dessert with Absolutely. some fresh fresh strawberries. There's something lowbrow about a brownie. Okay, <laughs> just like because it's so easy, it feels like it's like I didn't put any effort into this. But a brownie with either. Some fresh vanilla ice cream or strawberries mm. is like the best thing I've ever had. Oh wow, my whole mouth! Is <laughs> watering. I love I love brownies with strawberries, like oh, a fresh sliced oh. strawberry with it. It's I feel like I don't have it enough. One, um, but when I do have it and they're like hot out of the oven, the strawberry is cold and sliced. It is genuinely so good and fresh whipped cream. Like the end, you're good. Whipped cream is so mm-hmm. easy to make. Um, if you have even if you have just like a hand mixer or a, a super easy stand mixer easy if you have a hand mixer i do not recommend it by hand but all you do have to do is go buy some heavy cream at the store and just throw some sugar into your bowl and whip it up it's could not be easier and it tastes so much better than anything out of a can i i have made whipped cream by hand and it was a mistake because i was like oh it's super easy alton brown says that you can do this you like he doesn't recommend that you alton brown is a massacre is that is a real fact um He's like, you should not put in a mixer. You can do this by hand. And I was like, I could do this. And by like 15 minutes in, I was like, am I dying? Like, um, so 
My arms hurt just thinking about that. It's, it's a lot. All right. Number three, thing to remember, tip, help. I need to come up with Don't invite everyone you know. This is a mistake that I made uh, several times. It was just like when I was young and didn't have a lot of friends. Well, I guess I still don't have a lot. Anyway, um, I just like assumed that like everyone that I knew would like everyone else that I knew and like everyone would just get along or that even like the conversation would just happen. But uh, that's not how it works. (laughs) True. You have to put a little thought into your guest list and think about who would enjoy each other and kind of who would bring out the best in each other. Ooh. So you can do like different, different groups of people. Not necessarily. Yeah. And I mean, it's, this is not like a high school, like, Ooh, we're going to leave out Becky because nobody likes <laughs> Becky. Like, but also if nobody likes Becky, there's probably a reason nobody likes Becky. <clears throat> and like, don't let her bring down your vibe. I, I think it's just important to consider where people in your life are from, how you know them, and then how they would interact yeah. with each other. Because I have had parties where, um, like, individually, I know all of the people there. Like, we have had fantastic interactions, and they're, like, great, and they're wonderful and bubbly. But then, like, I put them in a room with people, like, they either don't know or that they just didn't gel with. And I didn't really think about that. And then, like, the overall vibe was kind of like a mm, I get it. However, I will say that I have had dud uh, dinner parties that have been saved by a great playlist, which is my number four. Yes, that is underrated. Oh, man. Yes. A great playlist is super important. I feel like, generally speaking, my playlists start with, like, um, remixes of what's popular, uh, gems from, like, the 70s, and then, like hidden like hidden bonus tracks mm. from like a soundtrack so like beyonce and andre 3000 did a cover of back to black for the great gatsby mm. soundtrack that's a perfect dinner party playlist jam because like you know everyone knows back to black by mm-hmm. amy winehouse everyone loves beyonce it comes on it sounds good it's interesting people are like "Ooh, what is this it gets the conversation mm. going so yeah playlist do not sleep on your playlist I actually think I spend more time curating the playlist than any I other part that. of the I like, party. I like putting in, like, slower songs, mixing it in among the faster ones. You get, like, a surprise. Yes. Sometimes I'll just do, like, yes. I'll do, like, Bossa Nova just to be like, oh, this is nice. And, like, this is nice. Like, this feels nice. And then I'll do something funky. I do like that. I'm also going to link in the show notes uh, a link. Spotify link to a playlist I put together for a dinner party I threw last year. People talked about the playlist more than they talked about the food, and the food was amazing. I did um, lamb chops, and people were like, wait, let's talk about this playlist, though. (laughs) It's a great playlist. And the last thing uh, is decor, which kind of ties into, like, making your own space if you don't have your Mm -hmm. own space. Even if you have a great big gigantic dining room, my only tip here is that string lights will make everything better. Oh, true. Like what? What? Everything. What hasn't twinkle lights made? Like it's just everything the light touches. <laughs> it makes it so nice. So nice. Like um, I have a backyard, and it's like generally kind of tragic and a gigantic mess. But at night, with some string lights, listen. People have like people have asked like, "Can I get married here?" It looks. Your little backyard area. So cute. Yes. With string lights, it is the cutest. Oh my gosh. Also, go to the dollar store and buy the like fancy paper plates and then throw them all away when you're done so that way you don't have to do dishes for eight hours. Yeah. 
Yes. <laughs> um, yes. Do you recommend real glasses? I do. For that, I, I do recommend real glasses. I also recommend letting your guests bring the wine. Ooh, that's a fantastic idea. That takes the stress off of you. Yes, because if your guests are um, have been properly home trained, they will all ask what they can bring. Mm-hmm. And they will all want to bring something, and you can tell them that they can bring a wine. And the ice. And ice. Oh, yes, and ice. Yes, ice. So important. So, yeah, that's it. I put together a menu and a playlist, and I want you to remember to have fun and think about your guest list and mm-hmm. buy twinkle lights, and then you're ready to throw a dinner party. It's not hard. I promise. I mean, you're giving me confidence. You can do it. I believe in you. I don't know why I feel like dinner parties are a coastal thing. Like, I live in, I, I live in LA. <laughs> I throw dinner parties. I live in New York. I throw dinner parties. Like, and it's like, I live in Chicago. We have lakes and I overpronounce my A's. Like, I, and I can't throw a dinner party. Like, I don't know why. You <laughs> can do it. I threw my first dinner party in Champaign, Illinois, in the middle of the oh, cornfields. Okay. <laughs> Nothing. Also, I made chicken parmesan and fish. It was such a mess. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, God. I invited every single person that I knew in the town of Champagne. It was kind of awkward. But you know what? I learned a lot. Also, my oven broke halfway through. Wow. Wow, wow. That was fun. Um, so, dinner parties, not a coastal thing. They're an everywhere okay. thing. I think I'll start small. Just a few friends. Definitely. I like this. <laughs> you can do it I believe in you I believe in you Abby and I believe in anyone listening at home who wants to throw a dinner party they're so much fun I promise they sound just like a nice time to, I uh, I like the word fellowship it's a church word um, <laughs> but no but fellowship is like a legit yes it does it, it really does give you that feeling of fellowship of mm-hmm. community of like camaraderie Do you, if you're inviting someone to a dinner party does anyone ever ask if they can bring someone Yes, usually... Uh, like a significant other or something? Yeah. So, like, if I'm inviting someone with a significant other, I assume that they'll, the significant other mm-hmm. will come. Um, and then if they ask to bring a plus one, I usually say yes. Um, I don't think I've ever said no. And I just kind of assume that, like... I mean, it's a big assumption, but that that person will kind of vibe with the general crowd that I've put together just based on like the actual person that I invited. So like person A asks to bring a plus one. Like I just assume that that person's plus one will compliment the rest of the group because person A compliments the rest of the group. Mm -hmm. And like I said, that is a big assumption, but it's never backfired for me. So now you got me thinking. Uh, I know that if I tell my mother I want to throw a dinner party, she'll explode mostly because she was like, it was like 1960, like five or you know, like 67. And she's like throwing dinner parties for her friends in Chicago and nothing like her parents were like, who are you? Because like no one did that. <laughs> um, at least, I mean, people did that, but just like black people didn't do that. Black teens didn't do that. Um, so she, she's all about it. So she would be like, OK, we're getting like silverware. We're getting like she would she would do the thing. I think I don't, actually I don't think I would have to do much. Um, <laughs> she, because I, I, I know she would just like be like, oh, "What's the menu? Like, when is it? Like, she would, she would have a theme. She would, it would be a lot, and then she would just start cleaning yeah. the house. It could be like months from now, and she'd just start cleaning. So that sounds she, so great. <laughs> she's, 
You should let your she, mom do it. I, I wouldn't have to even like prompt her. She would be like, oh, "What are you making? Like, what? When is it? Uh, like, you have to clean the house. Make sure you vacuum. Is Courtney coming over? Like, she would just. <laughs> it would just be a lot. So, uh, she would just spring into action. That's me. <laughs> that that's literally me. I'm just like, people are just like people start saying the word dinner. I'm just like, dinner party. <laughs> what? They're I'm on like, the way. No, we're talking about our dinner plans. <laughs> so funny. I'm like, oh. But just in case okay. you want to, I'm available for one. <laughs> All right, that's it for dinner parties. <laughs> that was cool. That was really good. I hope I helped anyone who's ever thought about You helped me because I just, yeah, a ton. I'm so glad. So we have uh, reached that time mm-hmm. again. We made it. Abby, tell me, what was the secret ingredient this week? What was... <laughs> I can speak. We have reached that yes. time again. Abby, tell me, what was the secret ingredient this uh, week? My secret ingredient this week was actual self-care. <laughs> Not uh, self-care oh. masses, like anxiety staying in my house. Um, yes. I got a pedicure. Um, like, <gasps> was it last? This past Sunday? Um... And it was like a life-changing pedicure. <laughs> I don't know. I stand for nine hours a, w- a day, forty hours a week, um, and it mm-hmm. is on on granite floors, which is like you stand on granite. Please stop. And it seems like I'm just complaining about first world problems, but standing on the floor, standing on a floor that does not give anything back to you, like if you step on the floor, it does not like give something yeah. back into your heel, um, is like death. <laughs> um, like I, I go to the chiropractor again because everything's out of alignment and like it's just it hurts to stand um but i was like finally i was like i'm just gonna treat myself to a pedicure um sit for a little bit read and it like restored my life (laughs) um so i i think i'm gonna try to figure out how to incorporate that into at least like every month i know that it is like money that i don't have to spend but because of like what i do i think it's kind of necessary um and it really was like genuinely genuinely so relaxing like they turned the light off like so it was a little darker um it it was like it i don't know and it's like in a more private area like the place i went to usually you're in a room with like eight thrones and you're all kind of looking at each other because you're either across the room from each other (laughs) but they had four thrones and a divider so you were just looking at a like a screen um, and they had water, like you could get a mimosa. I was like, this is everything. Yes. What? Like they did it right. Um, and it was in the suburbs. I didn't have to like go to the city for a fancy pedicure. I, I just felt nice. It's weird to be like, oh, my toes are done. But like, it actually makes you feel like put together and not like a heathen. <laughs> like, oh, I don't have like crust falling off of my feet. This is great. So... Yes Shout to pedicures. Out. Yes to mimosas. What? Like, all that sounds so luxurious. I I got like a special pedicure. I, I usually just get the basic, like just scrub my feet and like talk about me in another language. But um, I got <laughs> the one with like, it had like hot stones and milk and honey and a oh. scrub. And I was like, it was what? everything. It, it was great. Wonderful. <laughs> so shout out to pedicures. They are apparently uh essential to life mm-hmm. Amen. what's your uh, secret ingredient this week oh so many um 
No, my true secret ingredient is um, my dermatologist. Mm -hmm. Which uh, might make me sound vain, but I am vain. Surprise. Uh, <laughs> but I love my dermatologist because she... Uh, I've had uh, several in the past, and they always have this, like, mm, slimy quality about them. Like... Oh, you know, you'd be so pretty if you just used all of these expensive creams that I can prescribe you. Or like, uh, I don't know. They're just like, or they're just like, what? This is one pimple get out of my office. Like, I'm here for skin cancer only. I don't know. It's just like, I've had like really terrible dermatologists. My current dermatologist is amazing. She's like the head of dermatology at Mount Sinai. She's so important. Whoa. It's actually amazing that she even spends time with me. Um, but whenever I see her, she's just like so genuinely happy to see me. And she's just like, what is going on? And like, Whenever I tell her that I have, like, a skin problem, like, she treats it seriously, but also she's never like, oh, my God, this is so terrible. It's ruining your life. I cannot believe you didn't come see me sooner. Like, she's just, like, it's always just, like, the right amount of, like, concern and care. And also she knows her shit. Um, and I love her. She's amazing. A black woman who has flawless skin. Oh, my God. Flawless skin. Like, she's just, like, actually, like, when she walks into the room, she's actually glowing. That's when I, like, instantly fall in love with a person because I'm just like, how did you get your skin to do this? Yeah. And uh, without being on Whole30. Ugh. And she's just like, she's just like, oh, yeah, I just like, use a really gentle soap. But I'm like, you know what, Dr. Lamb, I can't with you. But I love her. And, um, yeah, so I'm dealing, like I said, I'm dealing with some, like, weird stuff on my legs right now, which is, like, not okay because it is finally short season. Mm -hmm. My dermatologist is taking care of it. And she's Good taking care of me. Like, I don't, like, I was not my mother. Like, I just can't think of anyone who just, like, takes care of me the way that my dermatologist does. Like, she's just, like, so, like, concerned about me and just, like, a, like, a really amazing. supportive way. Yeah. It's just, like, I'm, it's just so, like, uh. I would fly to New York just to meet her. I just, I went to, I, uh, I had a really awful experience with a dermatologist. And oh. I didn't realize that that was, like, a thing. Yeah. A lot of dermatologists are terrible. She didn't, she, it was, like, it was, like, she was, like, on... In, in a presentation like she was recommending me things and someone was like writing them down but it's like she wasn't actually listening to what i was saying Ugh. it's like she was just listening to the sound of her voice and i was like are, do you even hear me? i know like, exactly what you're talking about it was weird like i was asking about this thing on my arm and like i've had scalp issues my whole life and she's like oh just you know have the shampoo and i was like but it's gonna dry my actual hair and she's like yeah and i was like oh uh, and she was white, so it's like you don't, yeah, literally don't understand what I'm saying. Like you don't get what I'm saying. Um, and then when I was like, well, I have this like thing on my arm. She's like, it's keratosis. That's all. It, that's all it is. Just like rub some ointment on it. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna go. Like, and I like you know, I paid a copay for this. And I don't know. It just felt like I was herded through the office, and I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. Oh, that's that's really. Um really terrible feeling for like any doctor but like especially a dermatologist because you're like hey i have this thing that i feel really self-conscious about and i need you to show mm -hmm. some compassion and um, it took a lot for me to like be here at all yes. like i didn't want to come and now i know why i didn't want to come so listen come to new york i'll set you up with my dermatologist <laughs> Yo. she's gonna change your life <laughs> all right so uh i think that's it for us yes before we get started again um, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for waiting and listening. And we'll be back yes. on time. Yes. I hope you'll come back with us. Uh, we'll try to be more consistent. Have new stuff, new segments like games or things like that. If you have any suggestions, we're always open. Yes. Always. We're here. And you can suggest things to us uh, on Twitter at 
Made W Melanin. Um, mm-hmm. And you can follow us on Instagram at Made with Melanin Pod. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at MichaelRXS. You can see the cakes that I bake for dinner parties, for boys, for casual stunts on Instagram at ThunderThighsCO. <laughs> Abby, where can the people find you? You can find me in my Whole30 story on uh, Instagram yes. at AbbyBlueJay. Uh, it's Blue J without the E. Um, but yeah, come on over. See what I got going so on. important that everyone go watch this Whole30 story. <laughs> it has like title sequences, transitions, there's soft music. I, I don't know why uh, this is what I'm good at. Like, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not good at like a lot and I'm good at this and it's just like this is great. That's, First of all, you are good at a lot of things and second of all, <laughs> you are so good at uh, these like well-produced stories and I hope everyone watches it and also I like want it to get an Emmy or like a Webby or like whatever the equivalent is for like web a content, a shorty. Like I don't know who we need to talk to but like we're gonna make this happen. I loved it. So good. So, yeah. I filmed that in like 15 minutes. I was just like I'm gonna just sit down and like crank this out. Yes. Um, so yeah, so interact with us on social media. Yes. Um, we like it. We're nice people. Well, Abby. Sorry that we don't like do a lot on our pages. Like I have not posted anything on the Made with Melanin Pod Instagram or Twitter. Um, we'll do better. Yeah. Um, I will put uh, the menu and the playlist and all types of other fun stuff in the show notes and on the website. Uh, if you throw a dinner party, I want to hear about it. If you need oh my help, gosh, yes. If you need help, I want you to ask me for help and I will help you and it will be great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. That's it for us. We're going to go now. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye.